because we don't identify with like an organized religion, but we're still spiritual people. And so all I that- I don't know if I claim that title. What? Spiritual people. I don't love that. We, okay, we don't like labels. But I'm no, just, I don't. I don't even want to say that. What do you want to say? I don't know. I just don't want you to speak for me. Okay, I won't. <laughs> and here we are. Hi guys, it's Julia Meltzer. Welcome to Honey. Um, for today's episode, I brought back Keely and Micah, who um, have been on the show previously in a time before quarantine. Um, and we'll link to their first episode in uh, the notes if you want to listen to it first. Or I think this one holds up on its own. Um, uh, they're quarantining together. They're so funny and delightful. Um, I just love them so much and I hope you enjoy. Um, okay, listen. So I'm cooking up a plan for the fifth episode of Honey to be a... Uh, episode of me and my fiance um, where you guys ask us questions so if you have a question for us uh, get a, DM it to me on social media and then I'm hopefully we'll just have like a list of questions that um, we will answer and that will be episode 5 uh, so social media at Honey with Julia on Twitter or at Honey with Julia on Instagram. Um, thanks for tuning in, you guys. I hope you like this one. I sure do. Here we go. Honey, 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 come home. Cause we've got things to talk about. I've been sitting here on my own And I think we can work it out Honey, 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 come on Cause I think we can work it out Here we are, okay. <laughs> Just live from our homes. Yes, yes. Um, we actually um, unintentionally like started this quarantine before it was called for. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I have no idea how many days we've been in the house, actually. Why did no you idea. start it early and why was it an accident? Well, we're kind of recluses by nature. And I recently, normally we both work a lot from home, but I was recently laid off like three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And so we've kind of been just... And even that job was... Uh... It was a remote job. It was a lot of working at home. Like I would only leave the house like once a week for a meeting. So we've just kind of been hunkering down and trying to figure out because he works gig to gig and those have slowed down. Like, what are we doing? And then the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. Um, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't um, see that coming. But now I, I guess millions of us are in the same boat in terms of trying to figure out income. Yes. It's yeah. crazy. Justin, my fiance, um, work could worked slash maybe will work again at, um, Tara, the restaurant on the roof of Italy in the mall. Oh. Um, so first no one came in cause everyone was like, we hate I Italy cause people are 
sick there. Oh, that's so funny. Whoa. Um, but then finally, finally, they're closed. They're closed for five weeks now. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I'm living that freelance lifestyle slash yeah. I am kind of remote assisting also being an assistant. Yeah. So we're doing yeah, okay, but it is crazy. Interesting time. Mm-hmm. It's so wild. <laughs> Do you feel stunned? Do you feel shocked still? Um, no. No for a couple of reasons. One, uh-huh. I like I for years have been very certain like I was like probably in our lifetime we won't have air travel anymore just because of like the climate crisis. Wow. <laughs> so I'm I'm like I kind of have the mental pathways ready for like a dramatic lifestyle change. Like I was like, I was like, yeah. And then the other thing is for research for a script I'm writing, I was reading these um, extreme survival memoirs, which I really recommend. But so I had just been (laughs) immersed in this world of people who like a plane crashed in the Peruvian jungle and they survived for three weeks. So I was kind of like, yeah, like we could do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like ready to Keep live off right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like I need to go buy a Toyota Tundra and just like <laughs> get yeah, ready. Yeah, and a gun. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about like, should we go back to Texas? Should we get like, should we be around? I mean, once things calm down, like, should we be in a place where we like have woods to walk in? Right. Like, yeah. If going outside is going to be our only escape. Right. Yeah. yeah. I guess the the whole like, what did the governor or mayor say here that like sixty five percent of people will probably get it in California, and then the uh, the governor in New York or the I don't know Cuomo. 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 Yeah, Cuomo. He just said, um, I think he said like seventy five percent of New York will get it. Oh my gosh! But people, you know, you can, but what I, you can what get I it, and it could just feel like a bad cold, or you sure. can get it and you could die. So right. So yeah. the majority of people, I I feel like the lesson to be learned from that is the majority of people won't learn the lesson, and will. <laughs> this kill, is clearly will kill the one percent. Micah's theory. So what's going on in our house is Micah <laughs> has these Bluetooth headphones. And he puts them on as soon as he wakes up, and then he just listens to the news all day. Oh, God, Micah, what are you doing? Not all day, not all day. <laughs> I, but for, for like the first couple days, I did for sure. So that's what's going on. And I'm taking in very little news and like trying to like watch funny things. And like, what are people sharing that's good news? It's like, oh, look, this elderly couple is celebrating their anniversary. He's in the yard because he can't right. be things like that and then Mike is just like tuning into the news and every once in a while he'll tell me something and I'll feel very anxious and do yoga um, we do yoga or breathing exercises every day so that's it's like good we're not losing so is that everything. um the should we take this moment to plug backsliders and yeah, I also just, really oh. want to talk about all your cool shit that has happened since so I want to direct people to listen to Micah and Keely's first episode of Honey which I think we recorded while you were in post for home correct yes because we yeah. didn't know our plan with it mm-hmm. yes okay now tell everyone all the cool things wow yeah there uh, have been some cool what do we know what month we recorded with you no 
No. I feel like it was early spring. So not too long after that, we found out that we got into Tribeca Film Festival with Home, which was like such a wild thing. We actually found it out when he was in Tijuana, Mexico mm-hmm. at a, like a healthcare facility with his father who was battling cancer. So wow. we were like at a really big... My dad had just fallen in the shower in a hospital and oh, Keely God. called me and I was like, hey, what's up? And I was like, we got to try that guy. I was like, cool. My dad just fell. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a very like weird time because obviously it was scary. We thought we were about to lose his dad and he was taking care of him. And I was at home with the dogs and we had submitted home and kind of put it out there and had gotten a lot of rejections from other festivals. And we're like, oh, yeah. we'll probably won't get in. And then we got that news and it was, it was really cool. And such, such a great example of what life is, right? Like, horrible shit's going on and then there's some like hope that pops up and but it's it's a roller coaster it's not like ever smooth sailing yeah um but that was really awesome we premiered home there um that show helped us get the management team that we're working with and we love those guys and then kind of to get ready for Tribeca they asked us what show we wanted to make next Mm -hmm. And because we were going through such a crazy season with his dad and um, his dad used to be a pastor of a, how would you describe the, there are dogs, Mm. the type of, how do you want to say the type of church? I mean, like a charismatic, kind of like a Pentecostal type religion, but it was a niche religion that, you know, it, it still exists today, but it only has like 2000 people. But at one time it was like as big as like the Hare Krishna and, the 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 moonies and i would categorize them in a similar way they were just like christian in foundation but um it was a cult because the leader was a charismatic leader that I like the term niche religion <laughs> <laughs> i've created that because i don't know how else, how, how else to explain it <laughs> but it was uh, a cult yeah totally be you know because of the the characteristics of how it behaved it was very militaristic in some ways, and it was... It kind of reminds me of Scientology. You know, it it was does have research. some Scientology things to it, and it's like militaristic aspects, and then also, um, you know, maybe I, don't, I guess they don't have a, a sexual predator at the helm yet. Or what, Scientology? Did they? I, I don't, don't know. know, probably. I don't know enough about them, but this one did, and... Um, yeah, so it kind of fell apart in the n- early 90s. But and then my parents uh, started their own church, which was pretty much like the same thing, but without the assault. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. Uh, Beta testing it without assault. Yeah, yeah. improving. But the they time. kept a lot of the similar doctrine, but it just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't track well with any other religion out there that's pretty mainstream. You know, like <laughs> my parents aren't Trinitarian, or they weren't Trinitarian in the sense that every other mainstream christianity belief is oh wow okay yeah. Yeah. so long like long story short mike's dad used to be a pastor and pretty fundamental in his christian beliefs but throughout his cancer experience he kind of opened up and started meditating and like looking at the bible in a different way and his faith evolved and and micah and he were able to connect more deeply because we don't identify with like an organized religion but we're still spiritual people. And so all I that- I don't know if I claim that title. I what? Just, 
spiritual people. I don't love that. We, okay, we don't like labels. But I'm no, just, I don't. I don't even want to say that. What do you want to say? I don't know. I just don't want you to speak for me. Okay. Well, <laughs> and here we are. All that goes to say, spirituality, if I can say so, is a, a common theme in our relationship and in our lives and how we observe things because we were raised in the church. So we wanted to make a show exploring our religious roots and the kind of hangups that we still have and how that manifests in our relationship. So we made a new show called Backsliders. Um, and we made a podcast where we talk with people from all different backgrounds about their uh, religious upbringings and their beliefs and where they are today. Or the lack thereof. Yeah. Um, and that's where we are. Yeah. Cool. And the reason I brought this whole thing up is because I got to watch the first episode where you're doing breathing exercises. Yeah, panic breath. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's actually very appropriate for yeah. right now because there's a lot of panic in the air. Yeah. And yeah. we're considering our demise, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think a lot of death. mortality in the air, too. Yeah. 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 Which isn't, it's not necessarily new for us. I feel like we've been thinking a lot about death and mortality before the pandemic. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, clearly, I have too, because I'm like, ready to revert to a village-based society yeah i'm right mentally prepared for, for that it's so wild it's never sounded more appealing than to live alone do you have family in, in smaller rural areas currently the are you smallest the smallest most rural place is which is not rural it's a city but is bozeman montana Okay. Small city. Sounds small, but it's probably yeah. not. It's actually the cutest place ever. It's like a, you know, it's not a ski town, but you're, it's close to the ski town. And then there's lots of hiking and it's like nature and they have like brunch spots and a Lululemon. Mm. It's like, <laughs> it's a blue dot. It's, they have a college <laughs> there. It's really cute, but that's the yeah. most Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone, all, my family's all in the suburbs except my sister is in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. What's her, her plan? Just pause? Know, she's having a, a weirder time because she's in her last semester of business school. Mm. So, and business school, for anyone who doesn't know, is a two-year party oh, okay. where you... Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, they are taking classes, but you're mostly like networking and mm. making connections yeah. and everyone is planning on making a bunch of money when they graduate. So they're <laughs> going on these like expensive trips. Like she's been traveling so much. And, um, so anyway, they, everyone's very disappointed that the second semester of business <laughs> school is not happening. I can't network anymore. Well, they're like, I think it was going to be like tons of fun stuff, you know, like, yeah, whatever it, it, it is like camp. It's like camp for, yeah. probably, I hope it's so. It's like a job it's, fair. You're yes. Right. It's a, it's a job fair with alcohol, like yeah. Yeah. in cool New York city venues. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she's really bummed and I feel for her because like, for me, nothing is it's like a, it's just a pause. Right. 
Mm-hmm, nothing, mm-hmm. There's nothing that I'm like missing that I will not be able to do later, including my wedding in July. Who knows if oh, that's going to happen? But even we were, we have a wedding planner, and we were just talking to her, and she was like, "We were like, we are chill, like we don't care, like, like yeah, it'll, it will happen when it happens." And I think we'll do it on Zoom. We'll do it on Zoom. Let's do it on Zoom. Everybody pour yourself some wine. Yeah. Have some cheese cubes. Mm. Let's do this. Yeah. Everything happens on Zoom. Wow. Um, but so, yeah, I'm not going to miss anything that I can't do when yeah. it all gets resolved. I mean, hopefully, who knows what the world's going to look like. And yeah, we have when. That's my my wonder. It's like, if if this goes on for months this like shelter in place type of life i i would much rather be doing that in rural texas yeah in the country Mm, yes Mm -hmm. so like at what point do i just take an extended vacation until further notice yes yeah since we can write anywhere yeah which uh, seems to be the only option right now (laughs) or apply for yes anywhere and i and i guarantee i'm not alone in that thinking like i'm sure this town already emptied out a little bit yeah coming to town put a hold on their their bus ticket (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) the dream followers aren't arriving yes i can't imagine if i was like nine months into my like new adventure of moving to los angeles i'd be in my car yeah we were talking about that the other day like (laughs) if you're in your first couple years here like you are leaving and never coming back like because everyone's out of work and if you don't have a support system or yeah even if you do it's, it's very hard for everyone right now yeah oh totally it can be so lonely when you first move to la and yeah yeah that migration though is also an issue Mm. (laughs) what people that are there's a lot of movement you know there's a lot of panic movement and that is going to have its own effect don't touch your eye (laughs) oh you're inside can you touch your face inside no just (laughs) wash your hands i've been washing my hands what do you mean yes yes (laughs) i i just read yesterday that like the worst thing you can do is pick your nose and i was like i've definitely picked my nose a couple times over the last week satisfying to clean it out just grab a tissue oh man um in the shower so many changes (laughs) jet it out um we had uh ordered bidets actually the tushy the tushy company is called tushy yeah we we had randomly ordered them already and then oh no way this is perfect yeah wow yeah we were talking about getting one did they arrive yet they arrived they're awesome okay mm. cool um they're not sponsors i'm just a happy consumer <laughs> they're sure. very easy to install says justin i did not install did, did you get the one that has temperature control no that's the lux one and we decided yeah. to just get the basic but they're great not, and and it's i Temperature control could would be good, but it's fine because it's well, a little chilly. So my well, here's my thing: is if you don't have quick hot water on hand normally in your sink, 
-hmm. you're not going to have it in this use anyways. That's my, because it's not like, it doesn't have like an in-house heater. It's just pulling water from your, your hot water line. But oh. if your hot water line pushes cold water for like a couple seconds anyways, like you've, you haven't gotten to get to the hot water. <laughs> right, right, right. But, yeah. but um, maybe it heats up the water itself. It doesn't? It's, it doesn't because there's no battery. There's no power. It's all oh. just, it just connects to your hot water line. So if your sink isn't hot water, like some people have like little instant hot water things under their sink. Oh, oh, I people. see. Okay. Yeah. Did you, For those people, it would be phenomenal. Did you just <laughs> learn this this week when you looked up the bidet? Kinda. Yeah. Wow. I was just, you know. Very thorough you know, understanding. Yeah. No, it's figure not out if it You was just have the basic and it's great. Yeah. 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 So what did that change your using <laughs> less toilet paper now do you have like a butt rag like no do we do? don't have a butt Just rag but we don't have very much toilet paper so we may get to the butt rag place yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would just be we're pretty i've been like transitioning away from disposable paper yeah. anyway so we have like reusable paper towels so a butt rag would not be the worst. You just toss mm -hmm. it yeah. in the laundry and then mm -hmm. you... Tushy even sells them. Yeah, Tushy I mean, they have butt just... rags. They don't call them butt rags. But <laughs> no, no. I think but maybe they call they them like pristine bamboo cloth or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You can have um, like laundry friendly diapers, so... Yeah, no, I, I did see this clip of this lady saying like, what am I going to do for diapers for my children? I was like, cloth diapers yeah, have been around know that existed <laughs> yeah um <laughs> duh cloth diapers although they're pretty labor intense it's hard to clean. for sure yeah for you gotta sure. like it just takes life. a lot of laundry yeah, yeah 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 okay cool yeah we've covered a lot <laughs> so far okay so what I, was the most recent fight you guys had uh have we fought fought here about this i'm uh, i think we're just mainly annoyed about certain things like i was really annoyed the other day oh. when she went outside wow you and have she's such done this multiple times quick recall we <laughs> you know we have just air heaters like or not air heaters space, just heater. the space heaters here mm -hmm. and she will go outside and leave the door open and then come back inside like she didn't need to close the door on her while she was outside <laughs> I have been doing this and it's you know for it's like five chilly. years but now it no, is this has always bothered me and i've always told you to stop doing it you just don't do it here's the deal here's what i'm yeah. i'm gonna try to be more vigilant about keeping the door closed but it's like i go outside with a really quick goal of well, just here's, either here's getting something and then i get distracted yeah but it it, you're just not thinking about anybody but yourself because you're already experiencing the cold outside. And so you're like, I'm not worried about whoever's inside that doesn't need to experience the cold. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to, here's what I'm going to say. I feel Let like. Let this be a lesson in thinking about others. Yeah. In this time of, of time of need to be thinking about others. Yeah, I get that. I also think Mike is a little extra hyped lately because of the 24-7 news consumption. And I went through this issue in like the 2016 election 
And I was getting angry all the time about little things. We were fighting so much and we had like a come to Jesus meeting. And he was like, for the sake of our relationship and your mental health, you need to chill with the news. And so I did, I had to like way cut back my intake. And now I do it very sparingly. Like I try to stay informed, but I also try to make sure I'm like taking in some good stuff. I think he's extra hyped. I'll close the door. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would say that this is, you know, in the last eight days, probably one of the only incidents I can remember. Of being glued to the news. No, of me reacting to something. So I don't think that I'm, I'm overreacting to a lot of things is what I'm saying. I just want you to know, from my perspective, you're on edge. I'm probably on edge. I think he's on edge. The news makes you on edge. I mean, it. it I believe it. it re, your blood pressure is probably high. You're getting mm. a little adrenaline going, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. it needs somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's got the, I don't know if you've seen this map. There's a map of the world that has red dots where corona cases are. I've and- seen that, yeah. He keeps it pulled up on his computer. It just I keeps don't growing. Keep it up. I just reference it from time to time. <laughs> like I had to get on his computer right before this. I'm too. trying to make my assessment whether or not I need to um, start go back to Texas. Car. Yeah, back the car. Like so. Here's the deal. My neighbor is a nurse. We see each other on the street walking the dogs for five years, and recently he's been telling me like, "We're not ready. There's no protocol." we already have patients none of the staff is getting tested yet and then yesterday he tells me yep we got our first two doctors and a nurse test positive he's like this is the beginning and he's like not he's like uh after today like i'm not walking my dogs outside anymore and i'm not contacting my family anymore because i know i'm being exposed to this so like stuff like that makes me be like uh, we gotta I go mean, further away i mean I, I think theoretically we're if if you're quarantining you're safe mm-hmm. yeah it's the, it's the it's the foot traffic i think that at the grocery store that's the place that i'm like the most concerned with everyone's mm-hmm. going there yeah because <laughs> they have to yeah and if i'm going to a grocery store that has a million people in and out of it that's different than a rural grocery store yeah i was thinking about numbers here can i point. recommend it is obviously pricier than yeah. other grocery stores but the market at italy is still open and they gave justin a big fat discount there um no before temporarily laying him off and we went there and there was no one there wow what the hand sanitizer they gave us they gave us gloves it was there wow. were probably I don't know if you've been there, but it's a very large space and there were probably like four other people shopping there. When did you go? Just because people are not like down with the word Italy. I I think maybe that and I also don't think you think to go there to shop for groceries. I don't even know what this place is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Market of Italy. Italy. It's like, okay, so it's like a it's like a Disneyland of Italian food. So they have like a market that is mm-hmm. a grocery store, but it, they have like all different kinds of pasta and so they'll have like imported Italian stuff. 
they yeah. probably don't import their produce or, or meat. They don't. They import some meat and and they don't import some. And then they have like a pizza restaurant that's mm. now closed, and like a seafood restaurant, and then they have like a rooftop bar and restaurant. That's where Justin works. So it's like multiple. It's like a complex. Yeah, it sounds fun. Where really fun. We're in town. We're gonna send some business, aren't we? Yeah, it's in it. It's in the Westfield Century City. And it okay. has its own entrance through the parking garage. So I think we'll still be able to get in, even though malls are shut. Wow. Um, Good tip. Thank you. Yeah. So I feel like I was a little bit like, I shouldn't tell anyone. And then I was like, no, that's that hoarder mentality. Yeah. Everyone go to yeah. Italy. We had a, fr- we have a friend that's Cuban and she said the same thing about a Cuban market. She knows she's like, we went there and like everything Nobody was in there. stock. Yeah. Yeah. These and Asian markets too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I well, I, we actually have, I bet like the Armenian place around the corner could be open and have a couple of things. It probably could. And we have an El Salvadorian market too. Yeah. So many Yeah. choices. Yeah. I think these are the places people aren't thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if back to our fight question. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, cause something now I remember what I want to talk about and it's not a fight per se, but it's something that has been bothering me daily is that he's like so tuned into the news and then, but he's taking like FaceTime calls and calls and throughout the day I'm like, Hey, can we talk? And he's like, I'm listening to like, shh, shh. he's like tuned in. He's like, Oh fuck. Reacting to the news. I'm and talking, then, like I'm talking to friends and family. And too, then, like, but then, he, but then he talks to them. He's like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Blah blah blah. And then I'm like, "Hey, Micah, how's it going?" And he's like, "I cannot talk to you right now." <laughs> and so I'm like asking if we can have a talk, but I don't know what that is for you. I think maybe you said earlier that I don't know. I don't know if you don't want to talk about what's going on with me, or I, I, I have no aversion to talk about it with you. I'm just like, I think I'm just in this like data collection. Yeah, that makes time. sense. That I'm just sense. like, I need to know what I don't know. And unfortunately, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Everybody is there. And so it's like, well, I got to at least check in like in the morning and at night and just see like, because every day is some new development. Like, oh, yeah. And I Every think that is some new development in just the way our town, our city is reacting. Yeah. And I think you are like, you're for sure more analytical and I'm more of like the emotional feeler. And so I'm wanting to like talk about how I'm feeling and how he's feeling and like what the energy is. And he's like needing to go do full-time research, understand everything about the situation. And so it's like hard for us to be on the same plane and like yeah. have some normal couple time during something like this which is unprecedented obviously we've never lived through a pandemic but I will say it does remind me of so Micah's dad passed away just a few months ago this year oh I'm so sorry kind of walking through that grief together and having to let him have his experience and witness it and have my own experience and process my own grief while trying to be there for him, but respecting him needing different things from me and, and a lot of that being space and then being there how I could. It's, it's, it feels like the same thing. And I think that 
like collectively we're all facing so many unknowns and grieving big changes and losses. And um, so this doesn't feel completely foreign, even though it is like something we haven't been through before. It's like, oh, this is just like grief. It, it's learning to give space and also love and trying to just like be gracious with each other when we need different things. Yeah, acknowledge that you're like having different experiences mm-hmm. of this. Don't, yeah, not taking for granted that you're on the same page with everything. Yeah, yeah I mean, the world is kind of going through the stages of grief. Yeah, and will be mm-hmm. for a while. This is really big, and it's it's important to let people have their own journey. Yeah. So what do you, what do you have like, uh, advice for people? (laughs) Advice. Breathe. Yeah. I will say that just, I mean, our day to day hasn't really changed that much because we do spend a lot of time at home and we work Mm -hmm. together and we write things together. But what I've noticed is that like the resources people are sharing now that everyone's working from home, I'm like, oh yes, structure is helpful. Let's try to like break our day up into a couple hours to focus on this creative thing, a couple hours to do emails, a couple hours to, you know, move our bodies. And like, I really thrive when I can have a class to go to in terms of like yoga or a workout class. And so for us, it's been like, well, there's a class at seven and sometimes there actually is a live class. And if not, it's it's playing a YouTube video. So kind of creating some structure and that's been really helpful. And I think the yoga and breathing, like we really love our yoga class, Yoga Galactica. And I think they're doing free classes every day because it's, um, the teachers are super hippy dippy and they play live instruments and it always ends in like a sound sound bath. bath. You're just lying on your floor in a sound bath after doing some light yoga and then breathing exercises so yeah, it's so they do like a 30 minute one every day at 11 11 <laughs> really at 11 11 11 11 yeah okay i love it first of all that's a good workout time for me People yeah hop online at 7 30 a.m for my <laughs> bar method yeah. like, like that's be one day yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not that desperate yet yeah, yeah. um yeah, no, that class is great because it's, it really can calm you down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a nice, calming, recentering class. Um, do you have any advice? Mm, not really. <laughs> you know, reach out to people that you know and love and, you know, communicate more. I yeah. would say. I, I've, I think that that's a, a thing that a lot of people are doing and it's it's gonna I think people are pausing in their lives because they're forced to pause and I think that how we spend this time can can allow us to grow in a lot of beneficial ways Mm -hmm. yeah and like doing things like this we are so grateful that we started a podcast because it's an excuse for us to like weekly have a a great conversation with someone and we can do it from home now, um, which has been really important. I think that 
even though we're all having to be isolated, the importance of us connecting is like stronger than ever. So however that is available to people, whether they want to FaceTime or, or I don't know, get in a chat room. I've been like hopping on people's live Instagram stories and it's kind of been like, uh, I've never done that before. I don't know why. There's just like some okay. social media. That I- why is, why are so many people doing Instagram lives? I don't understand. I don't know. I did one yesterday and it was because I was bored. bored out of my mind. And I was like, <laughs> Who wants to FaceTime? cause that's basically what it turned into. You can kind of, you can oh. um, share screen time with, different people who and hop people on. can watch oh. your your facetime okay yeah. that's yeah. fun okay so it's it's that's why it's more fun than just making an instagram story yeah it's like if you want to kind of do this live oh yeah totally we could do this live yeah and then people could ask questions like maybe you and uh, your fiance oh that's such a good idea could, okay like, live yeah, questions do it. yeah yeah so you said that from what you've talked about your relationship, which we don't know that much about, but you guys seem chill, which is something you told us we were a oh, lot. Right. So I know. Did see that yeah. Coming? Um, did I see it coming? Is that your question? Yeah. Or like, how did, like, you're in a chill relationship. Is this yeah, like what you the wanted? The greatest it? disappointment of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, and um, what I said on the last episode maybe is just, uh, the value to me of not fighting is so high that it's mm. like a very high incentive to not get in a fight. Whereas oh, wow. other relationships I've been in, I've been like, might as well fight. I'm just pissed off anyway, <laughs> or whatever. But it's yeah. like the... And I, I think tr- I hadn't articulated this before, but I think I probably just trust him more. Like I mm-hmm. trust that he's not trying to like fuck with me It <laughs> on, on any level. Like, like obviously now we're past the, like, whatever we're seeing each other being exclusive, that level of fucking with me. But like, yeah, it, I feel like I used to think of fights as like, you have to like, protect yourself and like stand your ground and you're going to get into a fight if someone is like trying to encroach on your autonomy or Mm. how you want to do something or whatever and I just have I just know that he's not trying to do that so Mm. it's things that like maybe I would have wanted to fight about previously I'm just like there's no reason to because yeah I'm You're not worried gonna... about him manipulating something or, or trying Yeah, even to... like subconsciously, not the other yeah. relationships I've had, people have been manipulative. It's like, they, yeah. I trust that we share the same agenda. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. we're, there's nothing to be in conflict about because we, like, I know that he has my best interests in, at heart. So if we're disagreeing, I'm like, maybe you know something I don't. I'm probably like more open-minded to that. Yeah. That we could learn from that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that often we are like, you're adverse to my agenda. 
but it's like while we're fighting. It's so funny because you guys work together and you make amazing things together. Like you share an agenda. It's (laughs) it's a roller coaster. Yeah. But it's like, we're in the midst of a fight. And then one of us is like, we're on the same team. We're on the same team. We want the same thing, but our egos still triggers, whatever it is. And I think a lot of it, it comes up in our work a lot because we, I I think we talked about this in the other episode. Like I take things personally. I like a nice coach. Mike is the total opposite. He's all about get in my face. <laughs> He's tell, like, tell me what sucks and I'll tell and I'll you what make it better. Sucks. Yeah. And so we'll get in a lot of tiffs when we're like working because, um, because he'll like give a note without like giving some, you know, compliments, some fluff in there for me, which or validation, which is important. And then we'll we'll both get mad. And then mm-hmm. in the midst of that, we'll be like, we're on the same team. We want the same thing. We want it to be good. We want it to be good. Okay. Let's remember that we're doing this together and have the same goal in mind. Yeah. But we still have these Well, it is there is that ego thing that comes in because we may have sometimes we do have like the same intention but we might have different ways of getting there and mm-hmm. so at points you're like they're trying to fuck up what i'm trying to do no i, I think that's what you think <laughs> i never think you're trying or, to- or they're not taking this they're they're not worried about this as much as i am like i have a very strong opinion about this uh and they seem like very blase about it they must be not caring enough Mm. so there's always like this like making sure we're on the same page even though that's impossible to kind of but if one of you has a strong opinion about something can't the other one be blase and just like then your strong opinion wins or it bothers you if she's blase and you have a strong opinion uh it well because it 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 manifests in a couple different ways if i have a strong opinion sometimes that offends her that i'm like trying to like boss her around Mm. but it's not like she has uh necessarily in that direct moment something in opposition sometimes she does and then we have to hash it out but i will sometimes say- just my presentation seems like i'm trying to like take control and sometimes i am yeah so <laughs> I, I, I is a big thing that we talk about we're like well i maybe eventually we'll like come around and and agree with you or or I do feel like there's sometimes where I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't care that much, but you're right. But if it, if he's coming at it with like a really like boss attitude, I'm like, hold up. What we're equals here. Like don't be a, a dictator. Sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah. One thing that I appreciate is that you guys have been married for like seven years now? Yeah, we're about on March 30th. We will have been married for seven years. Oh my gosh. And we'll be celebrating at home. (laughs) It is, I am reading this as you just aren't trying to change each other. The fact that you're like, I don't like the tone of voice he talks to me. (laughs) basically, (laughs) And you haven't been like, just stop talking to me in that tone of voice. (laughs) Yeah. There is an attempt. It's hilarious. There is an attempt. There is an attempt. Attempt to change, but there is also this just like, yeah. Just, I think we're continually like we're okay with it. Clearly, we're okay with it to I, some degree. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> continual like 
you know, you are who you are and I love you. And sometimes you're a butthead and <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be quiet about that when you are being a butthead, but like, I love you. Sure. I don't know. I said butthead instead of asshole, but it's the same thing. Cute. It's cuter. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll make that the title of the episode. Butthead. Oh, butthead. <laughs> uh-huh. And I do feel like butthead. that's what it is when we're fighting. We're just butting heads. It's like we're oh, never yeah. trying to hurt each other. We're never, it's just like we either get triggered because like of, you know, like childhood hood wounds and all that cliche stuff that we learn about in therapy Mm. or it's you know a personal attachment to a piece of work and we just like forget to take a step back and we just react like a animal that is hurt and we just like lash out but we always come back around to the reality which is like we love each other and we're on the same team Mm -hmm. I will say that, like, so Micah edits our work, and I always favor myself. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. That would be so annoying. <laughs> it's just like always his coverage. And, yeah. <laughs> this is so not true. I I always edit as as a writer, and um, I don't edit like like. I don't edit for my DP, even though my DP probably wish I did. I edit as like the last write for sure. And sometimes Keely thinks that I am editing in my favor. (laughs) Well, it just depends, you know, it depends on the piece because we, in our latest series backsliders, we do write the episodes, but we throw it all away. We throw it all away because we shot, um, we have 13 episodes and we shot four times last year or three times. Well, we shot a short film first that we kind of spent a little bit more time on, and it's the longest episode. And then we had three other shoots where we would shoot four episodes in a weekend. A, yeah, a day, though. The first two, we shot four uh, in a day. In a day. So, and then the last four, we shot um, two a day. So you just watched the episode Panic Breath, and that's a great example of, like, we were improvising together, but we only had one camera. So mm-hmm. as you know, it's doing improv. Like, we sometimes we were trying to remember some of the great moments, but oh, maybe yeah. what he's editing through is trying to find the best joke, and sometimes that's just yeah. a lot in one person's coverage. Yeah, so all of these were usually two-page scripts, and then they come out to be, like, four to five-minute scenes because we 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 take the bones of the script and then we grow it with improvised yes yeah that's when i direct i do like some takes with the script and then like Mm -hmm. improvise this take or whatever and i just always love the improv so much that it'll get so long yeah (laughs) like Uh, like, oh we have to take out the whole tangent about watches i guess that was yeah yeah that's our favorite too is just like you can't deny the the little sparks of magic that happen when people are truly listening to each other and oh, like yes. where they go it's so fun yeah um, so that's our favorite thing to do in our work and that's what we really did a lot of with with this series yeah. cool cool yeah. um that's so great i'm um, so what's going on with it now it came to tripeca also right yeah it did 
and you know that's up in the air tribeca has been postponed um so we'll see what happens in in the future but um yeah they're supposed to screen three episodes um so we'll be holding those off but we have 10 other episodes that we're gonna drip out to oh nice along the way yeah until we get to the postponed tribeca (laughs) so we were planning on reaching um releasing one episode a month um and then we also released our podcast episodes once a week Mm -hmm. um along the same thing like like we said earlier just people talking about like how they were raised to believe. We'd love to have you on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I would love to. Yeah. And okay. our intention with all of this. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> our intention with all of this, the, the, the podcast and all these scenes that we made was research and like R&D for a show that we want to make. So we are also working on a 30 minute or maybe a, an hour. We'll see. Uh, pilot. Oh, like a pilot. We, cool. we want to get made. Yeah, that we're going to set back in Texas and it's going to be a, you know, more It's going to entail my dad's character and kind of what that that loss experience is of faith and and life. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm hopefully we'll be getting some good writing done. It's been hard to focus lately. Very. I don't know yeah. if you're feeling that. I always feel that. I mean, this isn't that much different from my like regular professional schedule. It is so hard. I'm working on a script with someone else mm-hmm. right now and we're being really productive, more productive than ever. That's over, great. Yeah, because I, usually we like meet up to write and then we like catch up for 45 minutes and then we write and then we're like, I don't know, you're more more like, if we're both sitting at my kitchen table, I'm more like in the rest of the apartment. But when we're like on Zoom and writer duet, we're just like, you know, it's more of a tunnel vision. So we've been yeah. super productive. And then that's great. I haven't written on my own at, at all. Um, <laughs> but I have projects that I should be working on. It's hard. Yeah. We've been trying, at least I've been trying to be like, hey, it's okay if you need a couple, you know, a few days to process seven, this, eight months. you know, seven, seven days, seven, yes, yeah. I don't, I mean, not that I want it to be weeks, but like everything is scrambled. So it's okay to not feel an immediate pressure to, to like write 10 great pages today yeah, yeah. or tomorrow, Yeah, which is hard. I for me right now I'm like trying to take care of my heart and be like okay what can I do to kind of soothe this anxiety that is coming at me hard because everything is 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 so uncertain right now and then how do I cultivate a practice that makes me feel safe and grounded enough that I can be creative mm-hmm. yeah which you know is like it is like a state you have to tap into and when you're there like you can get into the flow and, and and it's fun and you feel like you can really create momentum, but you do have to yeah, prepare for that. Yes. It's funny. I think um, like in my old life when I could go outside or whatever, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. You can go outside. <laughs> right. I can go outside and I did go outside today. Oh, that's um, great. The past two days, I literally did not set foot outside of the apartment. Yeah, didn't care. I was great. But when I would feel like creative or like, oh, I'm motivated to work, I would like really feel like I had to harness that and like, yeah, and like get it done. 
And now I think it's just because the rhythms have completely changed or you kind of feel like you have all the time in the world. It's like, I guess I'll sit down and write now. I I don't feel that like now's the only time to write. Yeah, the urgency. Yeah. 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 And I've been writing in different ways. Like I haven't journaled in a long time or like written in certain notebooks. And for some reason, I've just been gravitating towards that method of getting my thoughts out. Mm -hmm. So that's been fun. Great. Just kind of breaking up the routine and, and doing what feels good. Writing for me is like pulling teeth. Micah hates not, I don't, I don't want to speak for you and say hate, but I just, I like thinking about it in my head Mm -hmm. and I like rewrites, but first drafts are very challenging. We kind of talked about this in our first episode. Like I love, I'm always aiming to get to that point where I'm like, okay, I got to get it out. And I just like bang out a a first draft that is not perfect at all, but is like a thing that we can mold. Um, Yeah. I got to tell you, I'm writing with like a, I've, with a functional writing partner for the first time and it's (sighs) fucking awesome. Yeah. Because again, we like share the same agenda. We totally like trust each other. So we're on zoom together and she'll just be writing and I'm just like, good, good, good. And then she kind of like burns out. And then I'm like, oh, this next scene, I feel like I can write. And then I write that, but it's like, I'm watching her write and the words fill up the page. And I'm like, this is great. Like I'm not doing anything. And yet my vision is appearing on the page. Like this wow. is, cool. maybe we should do zoom. Yeah. Just go in. You go in that square foot over there and I go into that square foot. Over I mean, there. but maybe like, I've never thought about what it would be like to, ha- to both be focusing on mm-hmm. the page, even though one person's writing and going back and forth. Cause we kind of do that, but it's slower. Cause like, I'll write a scene or he'll write a scene and then we'll pass it off and trade. But if we could do that in real time, that might yeah, might kind of create an exciting momentum. Yeah, like, it is. We use yeah. writer duet. I don't know if you guys have ever used that, but it's Never free. Use it, but- yeah. It's free and you just start both staring at the same final draft document essentially. Is wow. it like its own standalone thing through the web and then Yeah, it's a website, yeah. And then it's very, you can download into Final Draft. You can upload Mm -hmm. from Final Draft to Writer Duet. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it sounds like a great tool. But then within Writer Duet, you can also amend it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you like see, it takes, there's like a little lag, but you can see what the other person's writing as it. Like a Google Doc or something. Yes. it's It's a Google Doc, but with Final Draft formatting. Yeah, oh, so it, it is essentially like web-hosted final draft. Yeah, and actually I think like the most recent final draft, you can do this. I have a very old copy of final draft. Oh, okay. I have um, maybe heard yeah. of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Library. Well, Library. okay. That was a lot of inside baseball <laughs> screenwriting. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners who don't, maybe some of you do care. That would be great. Well, um, it's very writer season, guys. Very yeah. writer season. If you're season. not a writer yet, just try it out. I think yeah. you'll have some time. Easy yeah. to do alone. Totally. Okay. I think we've arrived at the point in the podcast where I take a screenshot of you, but I struggle to remember the screenshot shortcut. Okay. okay. Do you guys know it? Different? It's like Command Shift Plus. Are you on a Mac? I'm on a Mac. Yeah. 
Command Shift 3? I don't remember. It was Command Shift 3. Okay, ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Okay, good, good, good. Got a couple. Oh, boy. Okay, anything else you want to say to the people before we stop the recording? Um, you know, guys, we're all going through some shit right now. <laughs> and even if, you know, don't, don't judge yourself for your feelings. That's something we kind of talked about on our podcast yesterday. Um, there's no need to like put a weight on top of a weight. Whatever you're feeling right now is totally chill. It's fine. It's, it's good to feel whatever you're feeling and then just try to listen to those feelings, honor them, and do... And don't suppress it. Don't push it down. Go punch a pillow if you yeah, have to. Yeah, let it you out. Know. Move your body. Breathe. Go outside and scream. Yeah. You know, Cuddle a pet. Do yeah. something. Um, reach out. Listen to this podcast. You know, listen... Take a cold shower. Yeah. You know, who knows what, what gets you back to center? Search Backsliders, <laughs> the series on YouTube. Watch it. Maybe it'll make you laugh. But just stay connected to people. Know you're not alone and send out some good vibes. I love it. Thanks for listening to Honey. I'm Julia Meltzer. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Drunk Actress. The show is produced by Ryan Middledorf and Ryan Countshouse. Our cover art is by Allie Monroe and our theme song is by Aaron and Melissa. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, Club. you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.